Welcome to Kodesh Louisville. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Reverend Harold Eddie He serves as a reverend in the United Denominations, originating of the Lighthouse Group of Churches, with over 3,000 branches worldwide. Reverend Harold currently pastors the Louisville Branch, a vibrant church located in the Kentucky area. We believe this message will give you the grace to strengthen your Christian life. Now listen to Reverend Harold. Hallelujah! No matter how low I go, come on now, Jesus lifts me up. No matter how low I go, let me see you go lower, come on. Jesus lifts me up. One more time. No matter how low I go, Jesus lifts me up. Jesus will indeed lift us up. Shall we rise to our feet? Amen. Amen. Jesus will indeed lift us up. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus will indeed lift us up. Father, we thank you and Father, we bless your name. We give you praise. We give you honor for who you are. For all that you have done. And for all that you are going to do. We just want to say that we thank you. Thank the Lord for your life. Thank the Lord for the church. Thank the Lord for your home. For all that you have done, I want to say thank you. And for all that you are going to do. For all that you have promised and all that you are. This is why we say we thank you. Lift up your voice and bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord. Thank the Lord for all he has done, for the good things that he has done. Faithful is he, faithful is he, faithful is he. Thank God for your life. Thank you for watching your going out and your coming. What a God that we serve. Lift up your voice in the sanctuary. 
Wherever you are, just lift up your voice and be grateful to the Lord. Be grateful to the Lord for life, for divine protection, for preserving your life, for watching your going out and your coming in. No evil befell you. Nothing evil was able to come near your dwelling. But God is a faithful God. My God is a faithful God. Thank the Lord for His faithfulness. His faithfulness to us. His faithfulness to the church. His faithfulness, oh God, to everything that we are. We are who we are because God has made it possible. He has made it possible. Thank the Lord for your life. Thank the Lord for your children. Thank the Lord for every good thing. My God, we bless your name. My God, we exalt your name. My God, we magnify your name. Thank the Lord for your salvation. Thank the Lord for your salvation. For the price that he paid. For the price that he paid. What a God that he is. Jehovah Elohim, we bless your name. Jehovah Mekadishikenu, we magnify you. We exalt your holy name. Rabban Deleboshete. Remasake Barabatana. Rebecca Zion Day. Thank the Lord for your salvation. I did not be in the message of God. I did not the price that he paid. I did not be in the blood that he shed. Where will you and I have been? Oh man, Talabo Shatalam. Remaka Barebo Shendelebim. Oh, Rimasalem Elemenim. I don't know why Jesus loves me. Oh, 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 I don't know why he cares. Well, I don't know. I don't know why. Oh, he sacrificed his life. Oh, oh, but I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. So glad he did. Sing it again. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why. Oh, Jesus loved me. Oh, a wretched sinner like me. Oh, I don't know why he cares. Oh, oh, I don't know why. I don't know why. Oh, he sacrifices life. Oh, oh, but I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. He left his mighty throne. He left his mighty throne and glory to bring us a redemption story. Come on. Oh, to bring to us redemption story. Oh, 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 that it died. Oh, just for you and me. Oh, but I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad. He left his mighty throne and glory. Come on. Oh, he left his mighty throne in glory. To bring us a redemption story. Sing with me. To bring to us a redemption story. Then he died and he just rose again. Come on. Then he died, rose again. Oh, just for you and me. Oh, but I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. Hey, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why. Oh, Jesus loved me. Tonight, tonight I don't know why I don't know why My Lord 
love you care hey i don't know why hey oh i don't know why oh he sacrificed his life oh oh but i'm glad i'm glad so glad he did oh but i'm glad oh so glad he sing it again oh Oh, but I'm glad. Oh, I'm so glad He came. Father, we thank you, Lord. We don't know why you left your mighty throne in glory to bring us a redemption story. That even as, oh God, we can stand before you justified tonight. Sinners, oh God, wretched sinners like us, oh God. You left your mighty throne in glory. You shed your blood to set us free. We bless your name, Lord. We are so glad. We are so glad. We are so glad. Bible says in John 3:17 that Christ did not come to condemn the world. That through him the world might be saved. We want to lift up our voice and pray for the salvation of this world. Salvation of our family. Salvation of our co-workers. Salvation of our children. Whatever they need. Whatever they need. He shed his blood for us. He left his mighty throne in glory. To bring us a redemption story. That redemption story is for all. As for us and our family. That we shall choose. We shall choose to yield our family unto the Lord. Lift up your voice in prayer. Lift up your voice in prayer. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, it is not your delight. You never delight in the death of the wicked. But, oh God, you sent forth your son not to condemn the world, not to abandon us, Lord, not to cause that, that we are not worthy. That by through you, but by through you, but through the shedding of your blood, through the, oh God, there will be remission of sin. For without the shedding of the blood, there is no remission of sin. For Christ commended his love towards them in the world while we were yesterday, Christ died for us. He paid that ultimate prime that you and now we shall come. Therefore, Father, we lift up our families. We lift up the families of the members of the church, wherever they are, wherever they are. Tonight, 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 when despite angels will come, angels to our houses, angels to our homes, angels to our villages, my God, my God, to plot the heart of men and women that do not know the Lord, that they may come to the saving knowledge of Christ, we refuse tonight that any member of our family shall die not knowing the Lord. Oh, what a God that we serve. You pay the price, oh God. You pay the price, oh God. Let no member of my family die not knowing you. I lift up my brothers and my sisters and my aunties and nieces and nephews and children oh God, my God the blood the blood, the blood that speak a better thing than the blood of Abel let your blood speak for me Lord and my family and the members of the church and their families uh, and their children oh God let the blood, let the blood let the blood speak oh God we candle you wish that all men shall come to the saving knowledge of Christ we pray for that child that has become prodigal that they shall come back to their senses that brother who does not know the Lord may they come to their senses send forth laborers despite laborers into our household Lord oh my salvation oh I don't know why I don't know why oh he sacrifices my oh but I'm glad 
All over the sanctuary, let's start. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. Oh, Jesus, love me. I don't know why. I don't know why. My God, He came. Oh, I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. Oh, He sacrificed His life. Oh, oh, but I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad, I don't know why one more time, I don't know why, I don't know why, oh, Jesus loved me, he loved me and my family, he loved me and all of my people, I don't know why, my God, he came, I don't know why, oh, I Oh, he sacrificed. Oh, oh, but I'm glad. Oh, so glad. Oh, oh, but I'm glad. So glad he did. Heavenly Father, we are so glad that you did. And you will save us and you will save our families. For salvation is for us and our entire generation. Save our children. Save our children's children. Save our parents. Save everyone, oh God, that is dear to our heart. May none, oh God, enter the lake of fire. But tonight, may their destinations be changed, Lord. Because of the faithful and the fervent prayer of the, your people. We give you glory. Let nobody come to church and not be saved. I pray that everyone that comes to church regularly by does not know the Lord. That my God, He shall convict them with your spirit. You send forth your word to convict us and my God to heal us and to deliver us. Let it come to pass that any man, any woman, any boy, any child that would enter, oh God, through these doors that do not know the Lord, they will come to the saving knowledge of Christ. We bless your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. He left his mighty throne in glory To bring to us redemption story Then he Oh, just for you and me Oh, but I'm glad So glad he Hallelujah. Amen. We bless the Lord so much for all that he has done. Amen. Amen. Very, very powerful. Hallelujah. Are you glad to be here? Amen. Amen. We bless the Lord. Amen. For everything that he has done. I believe that all of us are aware of what has happened to our dear James. I didn't know that his middle name was Harold. I was very surprised. That's why maybe he likes me. Yeah, I didn't know that his middle name was Harold. So he's James Harold Anderson. Amen. And we bless the Lord for a good life that has, he has lived. Amen. Hallelujah. I believe that he's in a good place. Do you believe that? I remember the night before he passed. I was actually 
at the, the bedside, they extubated him. And when they extubated him, you know, about three hours, he was talking, I mean, full of energy, discussing his return back to church and was telling all his children, he said, God willing, I'll be in church on Sunday. He wanted to find out if his chair was empty. That chair, that chair is going to stay empty for a while. Hallelujah. That's why there's a white Bible and a, a flower on top of it. That chair is going to stay empty for a while. Hallelujah. Amen. The night before, even when he was intubated and Brother Andre, was it Saturday? Anytime Brother Andre talked about his chair, somebody, he, he responded to the fact that he respects his chair. Twice. It happened. So he told him that nobody was sitting in the chair. Amen. But he would have fallen one way. He was up. Talk to me. We're talking, planning. The interesting thing that the nurse who was taking care of, as soon as the nurse got to the room, he asked her, do you go to church? Three hours after he has been extubated. Then the nurse, oh, I don't go to church as much. Then he began to give the nurse direction to come to his church. In his final days, he was still witnessing for Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And it's such a blessing. Amen. Hallelujah. And I remember that, that night, I was just there. I didn't know I was so restless, only to come to find out that I received a text message about 3 a.m. that he coded, you know, and then they tried to get him back. And then after it happened again, you know, but 85 years. He lived a long life. Amen. Affected many lives. Did so many things. And we know that he's in a good place. Hallelujah. Angels. One of her daughter-in-law said at some point in time, he said, I'll spread my wings and fly bye-bye. Amen. Hallelujah. I guess maybe God gave him that strength to talk to the people that were around him. All the family were there. Talked to everybody see you get ready plan for sunday church service amen and then i guess he opened his wings and he flew bye-bye hallelujah so he's in a good place arrangement i posted the arrangement friday from four to eight will be the week amen in indiana it's about one hour 20 minutes maximum one hour 30 minutes away four to uh what do you call it Four to eight, and then on Saturday morning, it's gonna be from what nine. So they'll be viewing from nine up to ten. They will do the burial service, and then we'll go and you know lay him put in his resting place. So I want to encourage all of us, as many as you know, are available to actually go. Friday night we have a wedding in what. Lexington. So we have a wedding in Lexington. Then when we finish the wedding, we go and do the funeral. And after the funeral, we come and do a wedding here. Hallelujah. So God is in control. Rejoice with those that rejoice and mourn with those that mourn. Hallelujah. But I believe that his life is worth celebrating. One thing that his son said that probably he's putting some things together to go and do some electrical work in heaven. Because that's all he has done for all the years. Trained all his children to be electricians. Amen. I think it's a blessing. Hallelujah. Are you excited to be here? 
So I really want us to, you know, keep on praying for the family and let's go and support. Amen. The church was a priority. Her big daughter said that this man loves your church. They'll be in a family meeting and then you'll tell them that we need to end this meeting now because I have to be in Louisville so I don't miss church on Sunday. Amen. Three days, three times he has missed church. For the past three years, I have known him. The first one, something happened. second one, it was her granddaughter's graduation. And then the last one was last week when he was in the hospital. So this is how serious he takes serving God, always fixing every electrical work in here. He is the one that did it. Amen. And he also had plans of even changing our balls and all those things. I believe that he has been faithful and God will receive him. He will hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant, in spite of his years. He still believed and trusted God. But when all is said and done, can that be said of you? MS. No, no more MS. Pastor. Pastor Hans. When all is said and done, can that be said of you? That well done. You have done what God wanted you to do here on earth. Amen. Can that be said of you? All of us, can that be said of us? May God find us faithful as we do what he has instructed us to do. Today I want to talk to us, amen. I want to start a new series about the words of Jesus. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The words of Jesus. Tell somebody the words of Jesus. In some time past, the whole Bible, there was no distinction between what Jesus Christ said and what a man said. Amen. But in late translations, the words of Jesus are written in red. Amen. So you realize that if you have a Bible and your Bible, the words of Jesus are not written in red. That Bible, you need to toss it and then find another Bible. Hallelujah. Because what words are so important. Amen. You know that it's the words of God that created heaven and earth. Amen. Things were made based on what? What God spoke. Things came into being based on what God spoke. Hallelujah. And we know that the words of Jesus, Jesus Christ is the living word. Can I have an amen? He is the living word. What does John 1, 1 say? In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was the word was with God, and the word was what? God. So he is the living word. Jesus Christ is the living word. Amen. So it's important. Put it up for us. Let's read it. All of us, can, you, can we find it? Amen. So he is the living word. He's the actual words that make a difference in a man's life. Hallelujah. So the words of Jesus and the words of men or proverbs cannot be equated. You know, but in our modern world, people are, you know, quoting more of uh, uh, Paul's epistles. You know, Paul's words. Those are the things that people are even thriving on. Hallelujah. But I'm saying that the words that must be important to us and must be embedded in our hearts are the words of Jesus. Because that is what makes a difference. So in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was what God. Go to the next verse. Then it says that the same was in the beginning with God. Uh-huh. Keep on going. All things were made by him. 
And without him was not anything made that was made. Uh-huh. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Next verse. And the light shineth in darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. Next verse. There was a, 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 there was a man sent of God. Okay. So you realize that this word that we are talking of, that is the, what became the light in our lives. Hallelujah. So the words of Jesus, they carry value. The words of Jesus, they are very important. When you go through the Bible, Jesus Christ told us about his priorities. The things that are important. Hallelujah. Things that must be done first. Which needs to be done first. If it is not done first and is done second, it loses its significance. Hallelujah. So what I want to say is that the words of Jesus are very, very important. And a lot of us, we must get in the habit that sometimes you just open the Bible and look for the, right, uh, the red writings and just begin to read them. Hallelujah. Jesus spoke to them in parables. We'll be talking to them. But these are the things, or these are the words that make a whole lot of a difference in our lives. Hallelujah. Nothing was made that was made without the word. Hallelujah. Which means that your life can never exist without the words of Jesus Christ. Your life cannot be formed without the words of Jesus Christ. So what is Jesus saying about your, your life? What did his word say? What has he even said in the past? Those are the things that we are going to look at. Hallelujah. So what Jesus said about his own words. Number one, write it down. What Jesus said about his own words. Amen. In Wednesday service, we take notes. And then we teach. And then we give notes. Number one. What did Jesus Christ say about his own words? Amen. In Mark chapter 12, verse 36, it says that, But I say unto you, that every idle word that, you, that men shall speak, they shall give an account thereof on the day of judgment. Hey, number one, Jesus Christ taught that words in general are not trivial things. Words in general are not trivial things. Whatever idle word that proceeds out of your mouth, you shall give an account of it on the day of judgment. Can I have an amen? Hallelujah. But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. It means that words that we speak, they should not be just like when you open your mouth and then you just speak. Because on the day of judgment, you open your mouth, you're a foolish guy. Hey, on the day of judgment, you will show God how come the person that he created was foolish. Amen. Amen. Are you still here or you have gone home? Hallelujah. Jesus Christ took a very high and unusual view of the value of words in general. Amen. Because every word that you speak, that is why we are the salt of this earth. When you speak, it must season somebody's life. When you talk to somebody, the person must be lifted from ground zero to ground hero. Not that when you speak to them, then the people, you know, they go. Can I have an amen? amen. Hallelujah. So Jesus Christ is saying that words have value. Whatever you say, whatever you, you, are, you are talking about, be very careful of such words. Hallelujah. Because words are not to be trivialized. Words are not to be played down. If you say good things, good things will happen to you. If you say bad things, 
bad things will happen to you. That is why your confession shall be your possessions. Whatever you confess, you shall possess. Continue posi uh, confessing positive things and it shall be your portion. Continue speaking good things about your children. Your children will become good. Continue speaking good things about your own family and your family will turn out right. Can I have an amen? Every idle word that proceeds out of your mouth. Bible says that God is going to what? It will come up on the day of judgment. Hallelujah. Are you still here? Number two. We are talking about what Jesus Christ said about his own words. Are you writing it down? Number two. Jesus thought that words would be used as the basis of judgment. Words would be used as the basis of what? Judgment. Wow. Hallelujah. The influence of our words on our destiny will be extraordinary. Amen. Give us Matthew chapter 12 and verse 37. Go to the next verse for us. Amen. He said, For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be what? Thou shalt be condemned. Hey! By your own words, oh! You shall be justified. And by your own words, you shall be condemned. That's why you have to be careful. As you condemn somebody with your words, know that the same measure with which you are meeting somebody, that is the same thing that would happen to you. Can I have an amen? amen. I'm not the one that is saying this. This is what Jesus Christ said about words. He says that what? Words would be used as the basis of what? Judgment. By your word, you will be either justified or by your word, you would be condemned. May you be justified and not condemned. Hallelujah. There is, there is nothing of which the average man is more seriously convinced than his tongue. Hallelujah. His own tongue. The very words that you utter, bro, says, the very words that you utter can make you or unmake you. That is why even when you do something and they come, they say that you have the right to remain silent. Have you heard that thing before? You have the right to remain silent. Every word that you utter can be held against you in the law of court. Hey! So you are better off just keeping your mouth shut. If you are the type, everything you talk about, you realize that the things that you said, when you get there, they say, eh, we see that he said A, B, and C. Is it true or not true? Say, oh, I never said that. Then they play it for you. And they hear. Say, whose voice is that? He says, it's my voice. How come that? He said, he said, I was kidding. Now it's too late. Hallelujah. Are you still here? So Jesus, number one, we said Jesus said what? He said what? He thought that the words in general are not trivial things. You should not trivialize the words. Don't look at your husband and tell him the foolish man. Hey, I've told you before. One wife sent a, a husband a birthday card. A fool at 40. Happy birthday. Yeah. A fool at 40. Send it to the husband. That word will never be trivialized. Can I have an amen? amen? Number three. What is number two? Words will be used as the basis of our judgment. Number three. Jesus thought that words were the what? 
unmistakable portrayal of a person. Whatsoever a man would say it, so you are. Because it's out of the abundance of the heart a mouth will speak. It's what is inside you. That's what you are going to say. If you are the type where every time small thing that you are cursing people, they say, oh, it's just one time. The thing is in your heart. That's how come it's coming out. Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? It means that what you have put inside is no good. You have to empty it and allow Christ to enter. Are you still here? If the speaker is saying good things, good things would come out. If evil things are in your heart, evil things will come out. That's why somebody will sit down and have a very evil plan. Amen. It's because of what you have inside. Matthew chapter 12 and verse 34. Oh, generation of vipers, how can ye, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. How can you, being evil, speak good things? The good will speak good. The evil will speak evil things because you don't know anything else. Can I have an amen? So let us not trivialize words. What you got inside is what is coming out. So if you are quick-tempered, you are one that every time you say words before you try to pull, you see, when words leave your mouth, eh, you cannot retrieve them. You can never retrieve them. You can never retrieve them. That is why we must what? Think twice. Listen. You have two ears. You have two eyes. Two nostrils. The only thing you have one is your mouth. Which means that you have to listen twice as much as you speak. And then view twice as much as and smell twice before you actually speak one word. There's a plan to the madness. Why? If you see somebody and they have two mouths, one here, one here, you say that something bad is happening. Double mouth. Amen. But do you know that in the, in the church of God, we have people that have double mouth? Diabolos. Double mouth. They say this, they say that. Some people, when they are in church, they are angels. But when they are out of church, yeah. do you know somebody like that? It's not you, but you know somebody like that. It's not you. Uh-huh. It's not you. They didn't come. A man cannot alter the character of his words unless he is first altered. He alters his own nature. It's only Christ. You see somebody who used to be very evil, but when Christ, because the Bible says that if any man is in Christ, you are a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things what have become new. It is only when Christ enters, that is when you become a new creation. Hallelujah. That's why the way you speak is different. That's why the way you talk is different. That's why the way everything you would have, you know, just but now you just stay cool. Hallelujah. May we know that it's only God that can change us. If we know that we, we speak loosely, pray that God will help you to tame your tongue. Because this tongue, eh, this tongue can set the whole place on fire. Taming the tongue. Because the tongue is poison. 
One of the strongest weapons that Satan has is the tongue. Can I have an amen? When you see them open your mouth and you see the double tongue like that and the poison that comes with it, that is the deadliest thing. Hallelujah. That's why Satan is the accuser of the brethren. He speaks to accuse. Amen. Anytime there's accusation in a place, Satan has entered there. Can I have an amen? But out of the abundance of the heart, a man speaks. Amen. So Jesus Christ is telling us we should fill ourselves with good things that we can speak good. What number do we have? How many people have three? How many people have four? Okay, those who have three, let's recap. Number one, we say Jesus Christ taught that words in general are not trivial, trivial things. Excuse me, in Matthew chapter 12, verse 34. Number two, Jesus Christ taught us that words will be used as the basis of judgment. Number three, we say Jesus Christ taught us that words were the unmistakable word, portrayal of a person. What is in your heart, you know, out of the abundance of the heart, a mouth speaketh. Hallelujah. In Matthew chapter 12, verse 34. So now, what number do we have? Number four. We are going to number four. Jesus declared in sober earnest that his words would outlast the created heavens and the earth. Jesus declared that his words would outlast. Yeah. Hallelujah. I think I have to say it again. Jesus declared in sober and earnest that his word, words would what? Outlast the created heavens and the earth. Luke chapter 21 verse 33. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. The words of Jesus, they will not pass away. Remember what we just read. Nothing was made which was made without the word. It means that in the beginning he was there. In the very last day he shall be there. He's the alpha and the omega. He's the beginning and the end. His words will be, based, will be the basis for judgment. Are you still here? Amen. His words will be what? The basis of what? Judgment. Luke chapter 21 verse 33. His words, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Hallelujah. Many people have spoken big, big words in the past. Shakespeare have mighty, mighty quotes. People have said big, big words according to uh, Einstein, right? You, you quote. According to what? Give me some of the ones that you know. Martin Luther King. Whatever you said. I have a dream. People have said, said many, many, many. But Bible is saying that all these things will pass away. But my word. Amen. That is why Jesus Christ's words, they carry value. Can I have an amen? AJ. Jesus Christ's words, they carry value. In your marriage, let the words of Jesus Christ rule. Let it be the main thing in your life. Let the words of Christ lead. Hallelujah. Don't live your life by proverbs. Proverbs. 
monkey the chop. Don't say that according as the Bible says, monkey the chop, monkey the work, babu the work. Where in the Bible did they say monkey the work, babu the chop? Proverbs. But as a Christian, you must be filled with the word of God. When you speak, something that comes out should make meaning to someone. Somebody should be able to, you know, be able to, ah, this person is very wise. They don't know that all that you are saying, they are the words of Jesus Christ. Because the words of Jesus Christ, they carry value. Are you still here, somebody? Are you here or you have gone home? Hallelujah. His words will never pass away. So let's get into the word. Jesus Christ, my words, it will never pass away. No matter how old you are, the words of Jesus, they are still the same. Hallelujah. Number five, Jesus spoke of the attachment to his word as the sign of attachment to himself. When we are attached to the word of God, it's a sign of attachment to him. John 8, 31. Then said Jesus unto those Jews which believed on him, If you continue in my word, then are ye my disciple indeed. If we continue in his word, hallelujah. If we continue in his word, we believe and we continue in his word. He said, if you love me, you would obey my commandment. You will keep my word. And if my words abide in you, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, then it says what? You shall ask whatever you will and it shall be granted unto you. So attachment to the words of Jesus Christ is attachment to he himself. Listen, if you have the baker on your side, you don't worry about getting the bread. Amen. Hallelujah. But if the baker lives somewhere and you just go and go and buy, that is why you are compelled to increase the price. But if you live in the house of the baker, you know that original price is intact. Can I have an amen? Are you still here, somebody? So let's continue in the words of Jesus Christ. Let's abide in this. I'm saying that the church should come to the point where you just flip your Bible and look for something that is in red and begin to read. What did Jesus Christ say? What was his priority? What was he trying to tell these people? To, you know, what did he say? Is he saying it to me or is he saying it to somebody else? But his words would forever remain. Hallelujah. Do you believe that his words will forever remain? If something is going to forever remain, then we must what? Be attached to it. And being attached to Jesus Christ's words, we are being told by Jesus Christ himself that what? That will be what? Very, very important. Amen. What number do we have? Number, number six. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ also said that his words are the most important thing. And anyone that chooses it. You know, when you choose the words of Jesus Christ, you have chosen the best thing. Look at Luke chapter 10 and the verse 42. Luke chapter 10 and the verse 42. Luke chapter 10, verse 42. Amen. Amen. This was Mary and Martha. You know, when Jesus Christ visited Mary and Martha, and then Martha, Martha, you know, Martha, Martha, right? Martha was busy, went to catch the fish, and then brought the fish, took the scales off, 
cut off the head and then was spicing the fish, cutting away the fins, spice it, made it a little bit spicy, and was now going to fry the fish. Meanwhile, Jesus Christ has come just to have koinonia, fellowship with them. Then Mary decided to go and sit at the feet of Jesus Christ. But Martha came and said, Jesus, don't you care that Mary has left me and is sitting at your feet? Jesus Christ looked at her and said, Martha, Martha, you worry yourself with things that are not necessary. Amen. You worry yourself with things that are... Then he went on and he said that one thing is important. That thing is what Mary has chosen and it will not be taken away from her. Wow. But one thing is needful or important and Mary has chosen the good part. So the words of Jesus Christ is the good part. The whole Bible, the words of Jesus Christ is the good part. Amen. It's a good part. It's like you have a, a fresh loaf of bread. And then you have to put some nice butter or margarine in it. You know, when the bread is hot and you put it in it and it melts. Then you sandwich it. You hold it like this. Then you put it in your mouth and you take a bite. But you, you have opened the bread. You are eating the butter. You have left the main thing. Some of us go to restaurant, then the appetizer. The appetizer. Then say bread. Bring bread. They'll bring about six baskets of bread. By the time the food will come, you are full. There is no space. And the people, they are also bad. They'll bring it. Then they will see that your your drink is finished. Then they will come and refill it. Then you do. By the time you realize the food. But how many of us know that the food, it tastes better in the restaurant. When you bring it home, it does not taste the same. Yeah. If you don't know, I'm telling you. Yeah. The food tastes better when you are sitting where it was cooked. Once you, you take it Degeneration, the law of degeneration affected. The food is not as nice. Yeah. So they know. Hallelujah. But the main cause, you have left the main cause. And now, you are chewing the bread. May the Lord have mercy on us. Say, may the Lord have mercy on us. One thing is needful. One thing is important. And that is what Mary has chosen. That Mary decided to sit at the feet of Jesus Christ. That you chose that when you get up in the morning, you will go into the word of God and find what Jesus Christ is telling you about your day before you step out. One man of God said that before you go out to meet the world, meet Jesus. Because he has the key. But a lot of us, we go and meet the world. And when the world slaps us, then we turn around and we are looking for Jesus. That time is nowhere to be found. Because you are full. And when you are stressed out, you are reading the Bible because you don't understand. You take a word, then you twist it to suit your situation. But when you are actually relaxed in this present, that is where the word of God will come through for you. Can I have an amen? amen. Are you still here or you have gone home? Hallelujah. So let us listen to the words of Jesus Christ.
Let us start reading the words of Jesus Christ to our children. Gather them around. Read, read the words of Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ said this. Read the Beatitudes to them. Blessed are the word, the peacemaker. Keep on reading, reading. Blessed are the word, poor in spirit. Keep on reading. They will see God. Keep on reading. Blessed are the merciful. They shall obtain mercy. Keep on reading. Those are the words of Jesus Christ. And that will be a foundation, a solid foundation for us. Can we finish the message? Number seven. Jesus attributed to his words the power of cleansing the heart. Hallelujah. The power of what? Cleansing the heart. Hallelujah. Because the word in John chapter 8 and verse 51. John chapter 8 and the verse 51. Also John chapter 6 and verse 63. So John 8, 51. What does it say? John 8, 51. John 8, the verse 51. Amen. Is it coming? It's not coming? Thing is frozen. John 8, 51. Open it and read it for us. Mm -hmm. Who is reading? And then somebody also read John 6, 63. All right. Very, verily I say unto you, if a man would keep my saying, he shall never see death. Amen. Amen. If you keep the saying. Because what? The word is the light. The light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness could not comprehend it. Hallelujah. So if any man keeps my word, it says what? The person will not, will not see death. What does John 6, 63? Is that what? The words that I speak to you, they are what? Spirit and they are what? They are life. Amen. So when the word of God, as it is, that word is active in our life, it will be that we will not see death. Can I have an amen? Hallelujah. So Christians who don't have the word of God in them, you could be dead. Because the true definition of somebody who is backslidden is somebody who has walked away from the word of God. Prayer, praying all the time and not reading the word is not the same. The two must be mixed together. Can I have an amen? And one sure thing, prayer that will be answered is when you pray biblical prayers. And when you pray, say, Our Father, Jesus Christ is teaching us how to pray. So when you are praying those kind of prayer, Jesus Christ's words, so pray that thy will be done. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Oh, by all means, that prayers, they will be answered. May God answer your prayers. Amen. I say, may he answer your prayers. Amen. I say, may he answer your prayers. Amen. Hallelujah. As you speak the word, as you allow the word to enter you, may life come. May people begin to see that the, the person is alive. The person is alive. People look at you and they don't know what your secret is. Amen. When the light of the word is in you, you cannot be depressed. When the word of the light is in you, you cannot be afraid. Hallelujah. Because the word brings life. The spirit is the spirit that quickeneth. Your flesh shall profit you nothing. He said that the words that I speak to you, they are what? Spirit in their life. Hallelujah. The light of the word will quicken you. May God quicken us. Amen. May he quicken us greatly. Amen. As we continue to love him and as we continue to seek him. Finally, 
Let me give us one more. Amen. Jesus alleged that the eternal destiny of his hearers would depend on the attitude they assume to his words. The eternal destiny of his hearers will be what? Let me read it again. The eternal destiny of his hearers would be what? Would depend on the attitude that they assume towards his words. In John chapter 12 and the verse 48, he said that he that rejected me and receiveth not my word has what? One that what? Judgeth him. The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. Hey! Amen. He that rejected my word. The same word that we have rejected is the same word that will judge us. Because that word, no, is the word that Jesus Christ himself has spoken. Hallelujah. May the Lord help us. Amen. May the Lord help us. In Matthew, let's read one final verse. Matthew chapter 7 from verse 24 to 27. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the wind blew, and beat upon the house, and it fell not. Somebody say, it fell not. For it was founded upon the rock. What is the rock? The rock is the word of God. Hallelujah. Are you still here? If what? He built his rock, his what? House, the foundation was the rock. There is only one foundation. That is Christ, which is the word of God. Can I have an amen? And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a fool which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon the house, and it fell. And what? And great was the fall of it. The thing here is that the storms came. Both of them had the same sinyazos. Both of them had the same difficulties. That's why sometimes you wonder how does somebody can just fall. In another person, the same circumstance, they still hold up. It is based on the word and the foundation. The best thing that has happened to us is Christ. Can I have an amen? The best thing that has happened. There is no peace in the world, though. As MS, when this guy who has been, what's his name, going around the world, Bodin, has been chewing and enjoying. He lived a life that was envious. When he's chewing the crab, every country he has gone. Asomwa. Asomwa. There was emptiness inside of him that he had to commit suicide. Oh, but you have not committed suicide. Greater is he that is in you. Hallelujah. Many people that, you know, just give up on life because the rock, the same storm. You see, haven't you gone through problems where you thought that, Charlie, if I die, cry, it will be okay? Remember the day you failed an exams? Remember the day that you were so broke that you were rejected. 
Remember the day that somebody looked at you and then said that you are not trying hard enough. Remember the day that they looked at you, then they tell you that we don't think that you know what you are doing. Remember the day that people looked down upon you. You felt like the earth would open up. Then you go and hide in the earth and then it will close. But because of he that is in you, because of Christ that is in you, when a man said that you were worth nothing, Jesus Christ said that you have been fearfully and wonderfully made. When men said that you were ugly, he said that no, you are the apple of my eye. You are very special. You are very unique. You are the, the, nothing can be compared to you. You are, there is nothing. That, he said that you know your DNA, your fingerprint, and all those things. It is unique. Let no man deceive you. Let no man deceive you. Don't seek for the approval of men, but seek to build your house upon the rock, the solid rock upon which that we stand. Bible says that there is no foundation except the foundation of Christ. And when we build our lives on that foundation and teach our children to build on that foundation, I tell you, there is no way we are going to fail. Hallelujah. Do you believe? Hallelujah. So this is what Jesus Christ is saying about his own words. Let us cherish the words of Jesus Christ. Let us embrace the words of Jesus Christ. Begin to read it. Open the Bible. When it's read, read Skip some of the black ones. They are all important. But that is the main thing. Can I have an amen? That's the main thing. We should have a whole church service. We are just reading the words of Jesus Christ. One hour. Just read and read and read and read and read and read. What Paul said is important. What John wrote is important. But what Jesus Christ said supersedes it all. Shall we rise to our feet? I'm preaching from the book... The words of Jesus, as I'm preaching from the words of Jesus, it's in the bookshop. You can find one. Here, this is how the book looks like. This is how the book looks like. The words of Jesus. Hallelujah. Here. This is it. Go to the library, you find one. Thank the Lord. Thy word. Is a lamb unto my feet and a light unto my path. Thy word, thy word is a lamb unto my feet and a light unto my path. Sing it again. And a light onto my path. Begin to talk to the Lord about His Word. Pray that God will give you a hunger and a test for His Word. For they that hunger and test, they are the ones that shall be filled. Pray to God and ask the Lord, that Lord, may I be like Mary, that I choose, O oh God, that which is meaningful. That which is important. One thing is important. That is what Mary chose. That they will listen to the words of Jesus Christ. That they would embrace the words of Jesus Christ. 
that they will take the words of Jesus Christ and make it their own. Father, oh God, let thy words, let thy words, let thy words affect us. Let your words, oh God. My God, may we meditate upon your word. May we meditate upon your word. That which you have said, that which, oh God, you have designed for us. Oh, may it be a light, oh God. May it be a light. You said that if we will not sway to the left nor to the right, but we shall obey your commandment, that you shall be with us, oh God. My God, even to the end of the age, you have promised to be with us, Lord. Help us, oh God. 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 May your word be a light, oh God. May your word be a lamp, oh God. May your word, oh God, be embedded, my God, in the name of Jesus. May we, oh God, hold on to your word. That, oh God, the words that Jesus Christ spoke, ah, they would outlast everything. They would outlast everything. It's those words that was used to build everything. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Oh We bless your holy name, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Oh, unto my path. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Give us a heart that loves your words, Lord. A heart, oh God, that hungers after you, Lord. That we can say with the psalmist that more of you and less of us. More of your word in us. More of your God in every corner of us. We bless your holy name. We give you glory. We give you honor. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We believe the word of God has actually come down to you. And you have been blessed. Come join our services at 4200 Belrad Drive in Louisville, Kentucky. This and every Sunday at 10 a.m. And Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Thank you.